Hello, everyone. Welcome into another episode of Kentucky Daily, a daily podcast covering your University of Kentucky Wildcats. I'm Sean Smith, joined by Derek Terry. Derek, how are you? Sean, it's Saturday night as we record this. A full day. I have watched the college basketball. It's been it's been pretty nice. Uh, it's it's that time of year, you know. It's that time of year. The juices are flowing, and um, actually so involved with it right now that I'm watching a terrible game between Alabama and South Carolina. <laughs> so, uh, but I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I was actually just watching Duke and, and Syracuse, uh, another game that started off hot for Duke, but there've been some, there's been a lot of shakeup today so far. I mean, the SEC and, and Tampa is starting to come into play. I mean, Kentucky, Kentucky dropped a, a close one at Arkansas yeah. and we're going to get into the bigger picture more so than this one loss. Like Derek, this loss doesn't really change how I view Kentucky. Do I still have some questions about Kentucky? I do, and we'll get into that. But uh, Kentucky drops a two-point game on the road in Fayetteville. Tennessee defeats Auburn at Thompson Bowling Arena. That right now puts Kentucky as the four seed in Tampa. As long as they win their next two, they're going to be the three. They cannot get to the two seed now unless something crazy happens. Yeah, a significant day. No question about it. Uh it was a tough game. I mean, it was, I texted you, we were talking, it was a fourth straight game now that Kentucky's gotten down by double digits in the first half. And in three of those games, the last three, of course, Tennessee was a one game. They didn't, they somewhat made a, a comeback that game, but they never got any closer than eight points. But like they had uh, similar to Alabama and similar to LSU, they made a second half comeback, took the lead in the second half, had a chance to win it there at the end. Didn't get it done uh, against a good Arkansas team on the road. They fall 75 to 73. Uh, a couple of quick observations I had, Sean, and then I'll toss it over to you. I need to give Sheboy his credit. <laughs> Played 39 minutes today and was uh, dominant. One of his best games. And it's, you know, I mean, how many has he had this year that have just been incredible? But I thought his significance today, what, what they needed from him, I mean, no one else really really played all that well today really um but i wanted to leave with him because he had 30 points and 18 boards but the second well this might be number one really long term but we needed to talk about oscar but getting in my opinion tata washington and sylvia wheeler back probably a game ahead of schedule i thought was good neither one of those guys was great neither one was awful either um but you could tell there was some rust there you had tata go for 35 minutes he shot three of 12 from the floor he made one of uh Four three-point attempts, had one rebound, three assists, two steals. I'll tell you, he played some good defense, Sean. Um, he did. And uh, committed to thousand Severe, banked in a three, hit another three. He had, he, I mean, he was Kentucky's leading three-point shooter today, which isn't good. He went two for four uh, from three, five of 13 from the field. He had three rebounds, five assists, uh, and three turnovers, and he finished with 14 points. He tied for the second uh, leading scorer along with Keon Brooks. So I wanted to point those guys out um, because I thought those were the two probably biggest things on the UK side of things today in terms of, I would say, good things. Yeah. And Oscar, to me, wrapped up National Player of the Year today. I know Kentucky didn't win it, and and that game probably would have been talked about a lot more had they won it. I mean, he was dominant. He was the only reason that they were even in the game at, at the half, but he was dominant. I thought Keon, for the rough start, I thought he settled in and did some good things, but then I thought he did some really bad things down the stretch, which is now one of my biggest question marks uh, about this team, and not specifically him. 
I texted you. I want. I don't know how I feel about them in close games against good basketball teams. Like we've seen them blow out Tennessee at Rupp Arena. We've seen them blow out Kansas at Allen Fieldhouse. Uh, they won double digits on the road at Alabama. But when it comes to really good basketball teams, teams that you look at and say, man, that might be an Elite Eight team, I want to see how they do in close games. I think we're going to get that in Tampa when they play the the Auburns, the Tennessees, the Arkansas in that setting because I still think that's one of my biggest question marks is can they execute against good teams in close games late? Yeah, that's a fair point. I, I kind of thought the same thing, you know, on the road, they have had a hard time in in-game scenarios. Notre Dame, and again, like, you're about to the point, you're probably already there, actually, where nothing from that Notre Dame game really applies today because it's been so long ago and yeah. these teams are so different. But still, to the bigger picture, they didn't close out that game well. The game at LSU, you know, you're down a few guys, so it's, it's different. But still, didn't close it out well. They're very similar endings, really. In those LSU Notre uh, yeah, LSU Notre Dame games, you go to what was their next loss at Auburn again. You're down a guy when Ty Ty got hurt. Not exactly super close either late game. I think they had a chance to cut it to three, right? Kellen, I think had a three or something like that. It's been a little while, I forget. And then, like you said, I mean, Arkansas was really the latest chance because the Tennessee game was so far out of reach that it wasn't a late game scenario. Every other home game. Uh, besides Mississippi State, that was a one game that did go to overtime. They did. Kellen Grady has some threes there to to close them out. But, yeah, I mean, what what do you think about – and I saw him. He was getting crushed pretty hard. And I, Yeah, Keon took the three. I thought the, I thought the call on him was just bogus. I just thought that's such a trash call. Well, even if it is, like, I mean, I'm not saying – I'm not yeah. saying there was no contact or it wasn't necessarily – he, I don't know. I thought it was a bad call at that time. Just let he, him play. He got some. He got some rough whistles, and he got. There was one that was a no whistle, and I I never saw a replay. But he got fouled when he had that rebound with about eight I'm, minutes to play. Almost entirely certain he got fouled. On I that went one. back and watched it on. Uh, they still have. They had the highlights up on YouTube, and I slowed it down. And the Arkansas player never touched the ball. He touched Keon's left arm, and yeah. when he pulled the arm down, the ball went flying. And Kentucky's up – are they up one right there, Eric, or are they up, they're, up, they're up one because Arkansas hits a three and goes up two. And then Kentucky went and scored on that next possession. They would have been up three. That was a big play in that moment. I know you're in, on the road. You're not getting that call. I don't have any – like, I just – this loss to me doesn't – it doesn't bother me. It doesn't change anything about what I think. I still think that I trust Kentucky more than I trust Auburn. I trust them more than I trust Arkansas or Tennessee when it comes to the NCAA tournament. I just think Kentucky's prepared for that tournament. Like, look at today. I mean, Note goes crazy, mm-hmm. and they're up six at the half. He goes for 30, and they win the game by two at home. Kentucky's backcourt, we know, like, that was important today because to get some of this rust off of Ty Washington. Like, Savir went in, and he, to me, he shook it off easier than Ty did. Now, Ty did do some things in the second half. He defended well. But this is where I was coming from earlier in the week that you didn't you didn't want to wait till that league tournament to break those two in because then you're not really getting the rust off. Because if you go and you play one game, the way that the seating is going right now, you don't know. You might lose first day. And then you have to this long layoff again until you play an NCAA tournament. I think it was really setting Kentucky up to have a rough first weekend. But now that they've got them back out there, they finished the game. 
sure, they're not – Tata's not 100%. Like, he won't be probably for a, a few more days or maybe another game or two, at least in rhythm. I thought it was big to get those guys back today and at least kind of establish who you are again. Because, look, Kentucky completely changed who they were for two games to play without both those guys. They did. And then then roles kind of change again, right? Davion Mintz and Kellen Grady, is that why Kellen Grady was in a funk today? I don't know. Like, you got used to having to be the ball-dominant guy for two games, and then you go back, and we know how long it took to get roles defined when the season started. Like, I just think that this is kind of throwaway. I want to see them get this home game versus Ole Miss and this game against Florida and then be be who they were when they go to Florida next week and then in that SEC tournament in a week and a half. Some guys had some tough games today. And, uh, you know, like Cal says, and he's right, they're not machines. You know, they, you're not going to have – besides Oscar. <laughs> Oscar's going to give you uh, – I mean, the kid's just going to give you everything he's got every time out. This was the first time in a while, and I don't know what it was, but Jacob Toppin just didn't bring much today. He uh, – Got matched up on Note, and again, nobody checked Note all day. He ended up with 30 points. He he threw a few in that were just kind of, I thought, garbage shots that went in. But, you know, when you're hot, you're hot. I'm not saying, you know, uh, yeah. he's a good player. He's, he's really good. I mean, he carried them today. And uh, but it was one of those days. I shouldn't really necessarily call them garbage shots. It's just the days that you're on, you're on. And he had a few double clutched in the lane over, I think, Mintz hit it, threw one in from half court, it seemed like. Um that was all in the first half. He really carried him in the first half, made some big plays in the second half. But the times that Toppin was matched up with him, you know, he's he's kind of been the guy this year that you feel pretty good that he can, he can guard just about anybody on the opposing team. But maybe it was just one of those days where Note's best was going to be better than, than anyone else's uh, on Kentucky's team. It certainly seemed that way. But you also had Keon. Again, I mean, Keon played 32 minutes. I thought he probably played – he's just – he's – People are critical of Keon. He's been around a little while. I texted you, I think, by the first media timeout. He had a bad start. He didn't start the game well. Uh, of course, he and Toppin started again today, but he quickly – I mean, yeah, I think Wheeler played – or, sorry, Washington played 35 minutes. So, I mean, he basically played the whole game after not starting. Uh, and there I just thought, you know what, maybe you won't get much at all out of the four. Bryce Hopkins got in there early. I didn't see what happened, Sean, but Cal took him out almost immediately. After he put him in, I don't know if he fouled, if he gave him a bucket, I can't remember. He 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 helped on a drive. Like, okay. Super early. And just got out of position there. I, I, I want to ask you this, and, and I get it. I think it put Cal in a tough spot today because of the last two games where you played without those two guards. He started tie tight Tennessee, even though he didn't really know for sure. Is he ready? Is he not ready? How much do you think that the rhythm was just thrown off, though, in, in Mintz and Grady's mind that the way the game started, they started in that role that they'd been in the last two games. Yeah. And then in comes the other two guards, and it just kind of felt like that those two never really found their place. I, I feel like Ty Ty and Savir started to find theirs. Grady and Davion never found theirs. And I don't know if it's because they went from one thing at the beginning to adjusting on the fly four or five minutes in something they'll probably never have to do again the rest of the year as long as Kentucky stays healthy. Do, do you think – exactly. Do you think that Cal should have just started Savir and Tata since – because I think we all knew if it was a close game, he was playing those guys 30-plus today if they were healthy. Do you think he should have just started them and just kind of maybe reestablished who this team was like a week and a half ago when they were playing very good basketball? Or do you think it was the right call kind of to ease them in and see how it goes? Because that bad start is essentially what cost Kentucky the game. It did. 
because they're – and I kept talking about this yesterday. Arkansas goes on runs. They just happen to get it at the beginning. And honestly, if you're going to have a run like that and you're going to give one up, you'd much rather it be at the beginning of the game than in the middle or the end. And I thought that that's what gave Kentucky chances because they had time to battle back. But it essentially became so much that they just could not – it was the difference. It's an interesting question. I see both schools of thought. Um, it's a difficult spot to be in, isn't it? Yeah, on one hand, you say – Clear-cut answer. Yeah, you say, well, if you plan to play them anyway, why not just start them? But I think, I think the, um, the bigger takeaway and what you said is correct. I do think that they were thrown off having their roles change. I mean, you start the game the way you had the last two games, being in a certain spot in the backcourt, Manson, Grady, that is. And then, you know, once Severe and Tati get in the game, it really – you never go back to that. I don't think there was a time the rest of the game, was there? That Or maybe no. – maybe yeah, I don't think there was a time the rest of the game where the starting lineup was out there on the floor together. Maybe there was. Maybe there's somewhere you can check that. Um, off the top of my head, I think that was the only time at the beginning. So – like you said, my guess is you go back to Severe, Tata, Kellen, Keon, and Oscar, and you just pray <laughs> that that's your lineup the rest of the season. You don't have to have any more changes. That's I think that's what guys are most comfortable with. Those are the roles they played most of the season. And going to Ole Miss or, or well, Ole Miss coming to Lexington on Tuesday night, that's what I think you would expect to see. But I do think it hurt them today in some regards. I mean, like you said, they put themselves again. And I don't think this is going to keep happening. It's just how it's worked. And, again, because the two games prior, you're playing – again, you're playing a different – you're out with your whole backcourt. So, getting down double digits, I'm not going to say it's – I mean, it's just something that's probably not going to happen much going forward. But, like you said, on a game like today, Arkansas opens on a 15-2 run. I mean, Kentucky had two points with, like – I don't even know how much time was left in the first half. They still only had two points until Oscar scored down there on the block. I couldn't get anything going on offense. And that was really the only time all game where it was like that, where you just couldn't buy a bucket because they still ended up Sean. I mean, they barely scored the first 10 minutes of the game and still ended up with 73 points today. Next, next basket came with 1239 to play in the first half. So they had two so, points up until 1239 in the first half. Yeah, they scored with, they were the first basket at 1818 and then didn't score again until 1239. And Arkansas and they still scored 73, <laughs> yeah. scored 45 in the second half. Yeah. And, and that was, when you look at this, that was the run. Like when I go to the second half, there's not this huge gap where you see Arkansas go on a run and, and, and then Kentucky go on a run. It was, I mean, it was neck and neck the rest of the way after Kentucky got it even and then, and then took the lead. Not only do I think, and, and this is where I'm coming from with Toppin as well. Not only did I think that it threw, those two guards and Mintz and, and Grady out of rhythm. I think it threw Toppin out of rhythm too. Keon played more minutes and he kind of got into his rhythm. Toppin didn't play much today. Oscar was the only guy on the floor on the opening tip that started and finished the game in his role. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. 
It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I think that's a great point. I really do. I mean, now that you talk about that more, like, I, I didn't think about it a ton until just now. And I, I think that's a, a real thing, especially on the road against a, a good – I think Arkansas is a good team. I'm going to stand by what I said on yesterday's show or maybe two days ago. I mean, we're recording so much again, Sean, that it's uh, – I'm forgetting the episode. It's fun again. Uh, but I still don't – I just don't particularly view them the same as I do Auburn, Tennessee, and Kentucky. Like, I really th- – I would not be stunned if any of those three teams made the Final Four. Um, matter of fact, I, I kind of ex- – I wouldn't say expect Kentucky to. I, I like Kentucky's chances to reach the Final Four. Mm-hmm. Arkansas is hard to judge because – they basically every big game they've had this season they've got at home and they're a great team at home a great team no doubt about it. that's a uh, a great environment i've uh, quote tweeted a tweet i don't know if anybody else saw it if you follow me on twitter uh one of the reporters for arkansas talking about how this was a t- totally different level the, the noise today in bud walton arena compared to when they beat auburn a couple weeks ago so i mean you walked into a maybe the most difficult place to play that you will this season one of anyway and, you know, you lost a close game. You were right there, had your chances in the final minute. It doesn't bother me too. I mean, I saw Seth Davis. I saw Doug Gottlieb. Whatever you think about those guys, I'm not a huge fan of either. Um, but both guys talking about how impressed they were with Kentucky's comeback today. And I think that's the bigger picture thing. Or, or Most people are going to look at this and say, I mean, this is a hard place to play. Tennessee just lost down there. Auburn's lost there. Hell, the only team to beat them down there was Vanderbilt. <laughs> so, I mean – uh it, it was a, a strong comeback, and if you're just fully healthy, and that's that's going to be a huge question mark for this team. Can can they stay healthy? If they're fully healthy, I look at Kentucky, and I think they will be the more talented team. Because what would you project them? Let, let's just go hypothetical here, even before you take the SEC tournament into into account. As long as they beat Ole Miss and they beat Florida, I mean, how much will their seed really change? at the SEC tournament. I mean, at that point, would they probably be a solid – they're a two seed, right, most likely? In, in the SEC tournament? No, and in, in just in the NCAA tournament. In, yeah. Somebody yeah, win the next two. And, and I still think there are two right now. Like, I, I think yeah. when you look at Lenardi's Auburn – to Auburn, to me, I, I, that's the thing. Like, you had Auburn lose today. You had Kentucky lose today. You had Purdue lose today. So, who are the other teams there fighting for that? those last number one seeds? That Kansas Baylor, is in there. Kansas yeah. and Baylor play tonight. So, four of those five teams are going to lose today. So, like, I, I don't even know if it's entirely ruled out that you can't get a one seed, but I, I don't think anything changed with where they would be as a two. I think maybe drop a spot or even stay. They might not even make changes if all the other teams on the two line lost today. Uh, can you really punish Kentucky for a, a two-point road loss at Arkansas, one of the hottest teams in college basketball, look, Kentucky had a significant disadvantage this year. They had to go on the road at Arkansas and play, on the road at Auburn play, and then they played Tennessee twice. So they can't even, like, even that out and get the return game. Tennessee gets Arkansas at Thompson Bowling next Saturday and can kind of cancel out the loss that they had at Bud Walton last week. Kentucky did not get that opportunity with Auburn and Arkansas, and uh, that that's that's a significant disadvantage when it comes to winning the league. But I think that we've talked about this a lot. I don't think it's really that important. I don't think John Calipari puts a lot of stock in winning the league or even winning the league tournament. So I, that's why I'm not too worried about where they are right now. I think Cal has been focused on the NCAA tournament now for about three weeks. 
in all of his press conferences, he keeps saying, we're built for March. We're built to do that, to win that tournament, to advance in that tournament. And I think that's been his message to his team, not get caught up in the whole SEC standings. Like, look, one through four, regardless of how they are in Tampa, I confidently believe one of those four teams is winning the league tournament. And it to me, it does not matter where they're seated in a week and a half. All four of these teams that are going to get the bye in uh, Tampa are just – they're fascinating to me. Again, Arkansas to me is maybe the, the most mysterious, if that's a word I want to use. They have good play. I mean, Jalen Williams is a good player. No Tay, any guy, any guy who can score like that. I, I didn't think Devontae Davis had a great day, but I like him. I think he's a good player. Um, is it Udame? Is that how you said the, the kid's name? Yeah. He had a few huge shots, some big threes today in that game um I, I like i like arkansas and depending on the bracket they get like last year they made a run they made it all the way to the lead eight um i trust them more than i do tennessee and auburn is that you do okay so we differ there so go ahead and explain why i just i like it because i like note i like what he was able to do today i, I like muscleman as a head coach i think auburn's backcourt is going to cost them at some point. Jabari Smith, Walker Kessler, they're fantastic. I just think their backcourt is going to be what costs them in postseason play. And then Tennessee, I think Tennessee's going to have one of those games where they struggle to score, and that's going to be where they lose. Yeah. Arkansas will defend, and, and I do think that as, as long as, as Note scoring and doing his thing, I think they can put up points as well. I just – I think – I just don't know that I've – it's not that I don't – how do I say this? Again, you've seen Auburn have to go on the road now to Arkansas lose, to Tennessee they lost. You've seen Tennessee come to Rupp, get absolutely destroyed. Uh, Tennessee lost at Arkansas. They've lost uh, at – yeah, at LSU, at Alabama. You know, they've, they've lost games on the road. Like Arkansas is the one team that – just look at the road wins recently um, at Florida. Okay. It's a decent win, but they're not is Florida an NCAA tournament team. I don't, I don't think so. Are they, they, they might make it. Um, they're going to have a shot. They won at Missouri. They lost at Alabama. So Alabama is one of the better teams they played on February 12th, two weeks ago from today. Uh, they lost by one and they hadn't lost a game up until the Texas A&M game on the road. So they, they, they did turn it on, but the road wins in that time, the, the one good one you would say is at LSU. This is according to Ken Palm, at LSU. But LSU's struggling. I mean, they're not they're not all that good. A good defensive team, that's about it. They went at Ole Miss. They went at Georgia. Okay, that like they just have not been tested that much away from home. But they, you know, that's another thing I want to talk about once I finish this thought. But, like, I don't know. Tennessee, the, the more I watch Tennessee, like – it's not Barnes's best team at, I mean, cause you know, the, the Grant Williams and uh, Admiral Schofield, Jordan bone, those guys uh, think won an sec or, t- or tied for a regular season championship made the sec conference tournament championship one year against Kentucky and lost. And then they made it two straight years, lost both times actually, but that was a final four caliber team. Truly this team though, Sean, I, I, I like them. I do like, but like you said, they had a game, wasn't just probably a month ago <laughs> that uh, they had like 30 points with five minutes to go or something against Texas. Like they, they have shown you, they can have some really 
horrific yeah. offensive performances. Yeah, and they only but, had what forty eight last week against Arkansas, I believe. Yeah, that was a, an odd game, but yes, yeah, they did. They, uh, yeah, uh, Arkansas won that game fifty eight to forty eight. But Auburn is interesting to me because, like you said, their backcourt. I don't know that I trust Katie Johnson. I don't know that I trust Wendell Green. But man, Jabari Smith might be the best player in the country. Yeah. Walker Kessler. There are not many guys who can do anything with Walker Kessler. Do you take the talent in that situation and think they can put it together? Or I don't know. Like I'm with you. I could totally see them getting knocked out early well, if those guards have a uh, have a bad night. How how are games played in the NCAA tournament? What carries you? The guards. Guards. And I just I think that that's why I'm leaning that Auburn. I think Auburn gets to like the Sweet 16, but I think that I don't know if they get to okay. the Final Four. So, 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 how are you feeling about Kentucky right now? Kellen Grady took three shots today. He's had some good games here the last few days. Will Wheeler and and Tata be healthy? I mean, so is that is that maybe your biggest storyline going in? Is if they're healthy and they get the next four or five games to establish roles and rhythm again, then Kentucky is a Final Four team because of its backcourt. Because Oscar's going to do his thing. But the thing about Kentucky's backcourt back is they, they, for the first half, no one was showing up. But then you see Savir start hitting shots, and he starts to shake off the rust. Ty-Ty gets going a little bit. The thing with Grady is, and, and Cal, I think Cal's got to get away from this, is he, he said he wasn't working hard today. I want to go back and watch the tape, and that's probably true, but I think that's because he went back to a role that he hadn't been in in a week and a half. And – to me, if you see that, I think you call something to get him going. Yeah. And even late in the game, like Keon Brooks taking the three, down three, I, I don't – like, no, I'm not a fan of that. Like, if you you find a way to get Kellen Grady the basketball there because he had Kellen's, just got a bucket out of the timeout on the previous possession. It, it's – at this point in the season, one thing that kind of worries me is I think Callen is really the only true proven three-point shooter you have. Um, Tatai occasionally is going to knock him down. Severe hit two today, but you, I tweeted it. I stand by it. It's like a turnover when he shoots a three. It's just not for the most part a bad. You know, good things aren't going to happen if he's shooting three-point shots. Uh, Mints occasionally. Can get when I mean when Mintz gets hot, he can fill it up. But there's also a lot of game like today. He didn't make a three, did he? Uh, no, don't think so. Um, but he's got to take more than three shots. But to me, that's that's awful. I mean, I don't blame it on whoever you want. If Kellen's not working hard enough. To, maybe he didn't. I, but I just saw that kid bust his ass for two games running point. You know, yeah. <laughs> I mean, working it, hard. So it's I'm not, hard. Yeah, and that's where I think the rhythm. It's just off. Like, I mean, he's, he had the ball in his hands almost every possession for the last two games, and then today having to work to get it when he doesn't start the possession. That, that's that's a difference. I mean, that, that makes that makes a big difference, and I just that's why I think that it's going to take some time, Derek. But you mentioned that we're recording a lot more, and I'm actually enjoying this, and we have a lot of content over the next week yeah. to, to two weeks and possibly going into the NCAA tournament. I know I look forward to it. Anything else you want to get to before we wrap up this one? I just think this this last week, um, it's definitely important, like, like we talked about, to reestablish these roles. You're playing an Ole Miss team on Tuesday night. I think it's Tuesday. No. Uh, is it Tuesday? Yeah. yeah. Tuesday night. An Ole Miss team that is 104 in Ken Palm. They 
lost again today at home to Texas A&M. The 13 and 16. I mean, this. I would like to see this team get back and, and win by 25 points. I would love that on, on Tuesday night. If you get back to showing some dominance, if these guys some more confidence. Florida is not going to be a gimme on the road. Um, it's going to be a desperate team like we talked about a few episodes ago. If this team's what we think it is, they're not going to lose at Florida, I don't think. Yeah. But it's a good way to kind of get going into the into the uh, sorry the SEC tournament. So this week again, no big picture things are going to change for me. I still feel the same about this team, but I do think there is is a pretty big importance to getting back into a routine. And these guys are going to go back. They're going to watch the film. I trust Callan Grady. I trust Jacob Toppin. These guys who maybe didn't play as well as they hoped to today that they're going to figure it out again. And uh, also senior night on Tuesday yep. night at Rupp. So uh, that'll be nice. Yeah. And it's, it's the first bad game for Jacob Toppin in a while. Like I, I'll give him that while. one. Yeah. yeah. So like I'll give him that one. And, and I just think that rhythm was thrown off, but we'll be back to, uh, to talk all about that. I think we need to get a mailbag in at some point. <laughs> I've had it's mailbag awesome. questions in my DMs and stuff that we, we need to get to for sure. And I'm sure there's even more now. So uh, send we'll them in sure now because that... I'm sure some of those are going to be outdated. So yeah. So yeah. And, we will, and we will make sure that we get to a mailbag episode, you know, going into the week or, or something, we'll get something up there and uh, we'll find some time to record one for sure. As always, this show is powered by blue wire pods. It's also powered by the butcher's pub. You got three locations, Palmville, Williamsburg and London, Kentucky. You can visit thebutcherspub.com or check them out on Facebook. He's Derek Terry. I'm Sean Smith. We'll catch you next time on Kentucky Daily.